Don't you ever tell me when it's hot mics. I can tell it's hot mics when you play this glorious song. Ooh, yeah, baby! Big George W. And you know how we kick that off with? We kick it off with one of these, son. Crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them, baby. That's called the trifecta crack them. Trifecta crack them. If you got them, baby, yeah. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Doesn't that song play nicer when the ca- when the Dallas Cowboys win? When it's a loss, like last week, listening to that, I want to just scratch my eyeballs out. When that song's <laughs> playing, it's too fucking happy. I want to just scratch my eyes out. But after one of these sweet, sweet, sweet George W's, big George W, big George W's, it's just, it's just so fitting. It is just so god dang fitting. And uh, guys. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Hey, I do just want to uh, uh, do one thing real quick here, if I can. You want to show us your balls? Shout out to Jerry Jones, yeah, cause he be the owner. Okay, well then, if you're doing that, I got to do this. Get, get. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Those two sound bites go very nicely together, actually. Yeah, and you know what? Both deserve their. Uh, their time. The time in the spotlight. Time in the spotlight. But we, look, what do you think about this win? It was, To me, if I'm going to go first, I go. ask the question and then I'm going to go. It was that's, ex- the ad, that's the ad special. <laughs> I ask, I'm asking you guys a question and I don't even give you a no. second. I just go right into my own answer. I, and you know what? That's what you get here on the <laughs> Can Fan. We, we, uh, we respect that you have something you want to say, but you, but you present it in a, the form of a question. Okay. It's a good tactic, to be honest. If you want to get something out yourself, ask a question and answer before anyone gets a breath in. It gets people listening. Yeah. And uh, then they're concerned with what you have to say. Facts. Have a drink, boys. Have a drink. There you go. Get have it. a drink, King. Get, get it there. Get it in you. Get it in you, kid. Um, all I have to say is a very good performance by the offense. We saw both two wide receivers firing off. We saw what we needed to from a tight end position. Um, there was a, a goofy drop ball by uh, Scooney. Okay. There was a um, a, a good defense. Overall, defense played very good. I know they weren't playing against anyone, you know, worth uh, touting. Well, let's get that out of the way first. We sure. get it. Yeah. The New York Giants yeah. aren't a good football team. Yeah. But the score tells you that we did what we had to. Yeah. I'll just lead out with that. I was worried a little bit that uh, the Cowboys were going to come out. And uh, look, I think the score also at this point is misleading. 17 to 49. Really, Cowboys fucking put a pin in it at before the at 7 and 49. I was worried that the offensive starters weren't going to be on after the after the second quarter. 28 nothing. I'm like, oh my god, if they score another one, I don't know if we'll have offensive starters. Well, and typically you wouldn't think that with the score, but because of the way that the game was flowing, yeah. Yeah. Flowing and going. I think the other thing that the the big tell too is that a game a, a score like this in in uh the first half of the season, everyone was shitting on us because it was our defense showing up. Love to see a score like this where sure. it's a hundred percent offense. Not to say the defense didn't show up because the defense was there, 
obviously, but the defense didn't put any points up on the board. The points are all offensive points. Yeah, all we offensive had, points. We love it. You know what I'm saying? We Dakota. had 404 yards from Dakota Dak Prescott. A stat that they showed, AJ, sorry, yep. that I just want to say before I forget it. Dak Prescott, 10th game with 400 yards. Every other Dallas Cowboy quarterback combined from the time before Dak Prescott is combined for nine. That's pretty wild. I get it. The game's changed. <clears throat> yeah. But to think to me, like Tony Romo was still playing in today's game. Yeah. And to think that. And Aikman had a, a solid offense. Yeah. But even the 90s, 90s NFL was a little bit different. So you can kind of say, well, it makes sense that he doesn't have 400 yards. But Tony Romo, he had some very good offenses. He, and for him to, for Dak Prescott to have more 400-yard games than every other Dallas Cowboys quarterback combined, that's a that's a pretty wild stat. Dak Prescott's going to hold every Cowboys passing record by the time he retires. And Sorry, I cut you off. No, no. Don't ever apologize. Great, for great you. point. <laughs> the only knock on Prescott in today's game was that terrible, no good, bad interception that he threw towards uh, Ferguson into double coverage. But we're going to ignore that because he went on to throw four touchdowns and also get a rushing touchdown himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, Five TDs from Dakota Prescott. Today. Five. You know, Fantasy football beast. He came out and he said, hey, I, I, I'm i looking to play some football today, guys. And he I'm did. here to play some football. In, interesting stat here. We have Rico Dowdle, 12 carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown. Mind you, did get the, some of those yards in garbage time. But, but you look good. Look good. And Tony Pollard, 15 for 55, no touchdowns. A little underwhelming, had a long of 15. And what that tells me is that he was able to move the ball um, consistently, but for smaller yardage. And yep. and maybe that's the place that that number one wide receiver has, really. Um, well, between the, the, the Dowdle-Pollard split right now, 12 carries for Dowdle, 15 for Pollard, I wouldn't hate seeing that going forward. I wouldn't no, hate no, to see them have good. a split like that. Uh, TP20 maybe is edging him out with about 55 to 60% of the snaps where Dowdle's coming in between 45 and 40 or maybe even 45 what, to 35. What, what, what was their average yards per carry? Well, Rico with 12 and 79, he's going to be about four and a half. And then Pollard at 15 and 55, he's going to be somewhere at three, oh, three and I love, eight, I love that 3.8. I love that my baby bro does some quick math. That's like just that. rough. That's just rough math. It's rough, but, but Dowdle's going to be somewhere between 4.3 and, and Pollard's going to be somewhere about 3.7 or 8. We, we can see that Dowdle had the better uh, yards per average, absolutely. But it's it's not – you can't really uh, take that as an apples-to-apples comparison, I don't think, because, like I said, I think Dowdle came in in some garbage time and got a, a couple yards. I'm not going to say that they – You're thinking apples-to-watermelons? Apples-to-watermelons, <laughs> apples-to-melons, you know. Ap- apples-to-melons, What's baby. the weirdest fruit? Have you guys ever seen a dragon fruit? Those Tomato. Yeah, to, okay. Apples to tom- apples. No, to we tomatoes. can't go apples to tomatoes. I can't go apples to tomatoes <laughs> on this one. Apples to pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. Our, yeah. Uh, end of the, uh, end of the day, my point be- is just being don't look too harshly on Tony Pollard for this performance. I think that this was part of the game plan, and they were giving throwing options. Oh yeah, and and Pollard came in, did his part. Um, I'm not surprised that. He, that he ends up this season with three and a half yard average, it's and putting and, and and putting on like a thousand yards. But I you think would still think occasionally he would have one of his Tony Pollard esque runs. I just I that's, know, but that's Dowdle's the weird thing. getting those. But yeah, Dowdle is getting those. Yeah, so they're still there a little bit. But you know, Tony Pollard, since we've watched him, he was always going to break off one for forty or fifty or sixty yards. It's just weird 
that that hasn't transpired one at like at least one time. It's by it's week just, ten. It's yeah. kind. Of, it's just weird. No, you're right. You're it's just weird that he right. hasn't yes. had that because that's what he kind of built his career on. He was always that guy that eventually he might only have three yards here, four yards here, five yards here, and then boosh. He's got sixty and a t- and a, and a tuggy, and suddenly you've been well, boosted. You've been boosted, and, and to to say that it could it could possibly, and not saying that he's a better better RB two, but when you look at the way that the snaps were happening um, last year, you know he wasn't the first guy to go to it was Zeke. So now that TP twenty is getting those first uh, those first touches, maybe maybe he's not. Maybe he's not performing the way that he should. Maybe if you swap it and have Rico as RB1 and TP20 as RB2, we would see TP20 similar to how he played with uh, with Zeke. But it's we- it's still weird for the amount of touches he's had. Just mathematically, you'd expect him to break one for a long run. Yeah. I think it's just a weird... I, I, don't, I don't even know if it's anything to do with Tony Pollard personally. Yeah. I, it's just this weird thing that he hasn't had a breakout run yet. No, because the reason we were so excited about TP20 last year... With uh, combined with Zeke was that he d- would have these big uh, plays that stood out from the rest of the, uh, the running game. Even since he was a rookie. Right. He's and, always had these big, big, big plays. Yeah. So, so you, you're right. And in, in the expectation is still there, I think. Uh, and it's still doable. It's still there to happen. If yeah. TP20 ends up going, and we talked about this while we were filming or live streaming the game, and we were talking about defensive players, but if Tony Pollard by week 17 going into the postseason, now starts breaking off 100-yard games with big uh, runs. I don't give a fuck what he did at week 10 because we know he's he still has the, the physicality and the skill to break off big runs. That didn't go away. It just hasn't jived yet. So he still has that in him. It's just it hasn't happened. Yeah, and, and and we move on to the receiving yards here. Brandon Cooks had a uh, a definitely Shit, career son. game with the Dallas Cowboys. Nine receptions, 173 yards, one touchdown. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, 11 receptions, 151 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, repeated. You know what I like to see out of these two guys right here? So you got 10 targets for Brandon Cooks, nine receptions. Yeah. he's He caught 90% of the balls thrown at him, and then CeeDee Lamb... 11 receptions on 14. He caught somewhere about 80% of the passes Which, that were thrown at him. If you're getting above 66%, 65%. You're killing it. You're doing really well. And uh, both of those guys are out there playing really well. I'd love I love to see. Because I think this could be the potential of a, of a shift of bringing Cooks more into that passing game. Where Dak can rely on him more. A lot of these, a lot, oh, I think actually all of Cooks's uh, plays today came from Dak Prescott, where he was throwing the ball to him in, you know, different scenarios. So it's not just like what we've seen in the past three games here has been like uh, Lamb has been the guy who he goes for. And I love to see that. I love to see you trust your number number one. But uh, it's great to see that, that Cooks is also getting the ball now. And I hope we see that more moving forward. What I also love about this receiving uh, core right now, we look at Brandon Cooks and we look at CeeDee Lamb. Obviously, they have a majority of the carries, but you look at Michael Gallup, two for two for 70 yards and a touchdown. You got Jalen Brooks, four for four with uh, 39 yards, and then you got Jake Ferguson, four for seven, or seven, four for seven? Yeah, four. four. No, no, four for four. No, no. uh, Brooks? Oh, Ferguson, four for seven. Sorry, targets, yes. Yeah, four for seven with 26 yards and a touchdown. So it's like... They spread the ball fairly, fairly well. So you look at 
you look at your two uh, majority receivers in Brandon Cooks and CeeDee Lamb, and then you look at your other your other guys and you and you hit them when you absolutely need to. And uh, Michael Gallup and Jalen Brooks are 100% on, on their... They caught every ball thrown at them. Caught every ball that's thrown at them. And then Jake Ferguson gets that tutty in there, which is great. So Dak is 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 spreading it across his receiving core between tight ends and, uh, know, and wide receivers. Well, let's get this out of the way. CeeDee Lamb is the number one wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. And he would like fucking Sherman saying that he wasn't. Last year he was. Like CeeDee Lamb was a top six wide receiver last year. Top 10. He finished somewhere in about the sixth range. And he's be- he's doing better this year. So I, the the fact that Richard Sherman even said out in public on his TV show or whatever the fuck program he's on, talking about how CeeDee Lamb wasn't a true number one, it couldn't be any further from the truth. CeeDee Lamb has absolutely balled out in the last four weeks. We're, we're going to find out after whatever it is, the, the, the last bye week, week 14... I think it is is the last bye week. So by week fifteen, we're gonna we're gonna know where CD lands, and he's gonna land in the top three wide receivers in the NFL on this pace behind AJ oh, yeah. Brown and and Tyreek Hill. Fuck, that, he's right oh, now. He's yeah. right with those boys. He, he is fucking. He is right there with them. The, yeah, the, 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 in his last four game yes. stint, but. Maybe he's just playing out of his mind. Sure, out of his last four. But if we look at his average, just saying moving yep. forward, if he does have a couple down games, which is like, like, let's equal that in. He's still on pace for third. If he keeps on the pace that he was in the last four games, man, he's I think he's, I think he's going to out, he's going to outpace both those guys. He's a, an all pro wide receiver. Crazy. The, the, the thing that with CD lamb too, I mean, look at that. Fu- I mean, one of the great, like a solid fucking catch with that one handed uh, catch oh. when he was getting PI today. Guy was all over, all over his right arm and CD just took that. Big old left dick beater out there. Yeah. Just, just, just snap that ball up. right up. Just <laughs> fucking so, Spider-Man yeah. that thing. Right? But I mean, and then and then coming back where Dak was uh where Dak was about to get sacked, and then Dak just threw it away, but it wasn't really a throwaway. It was It looked out. like sorry. a throwaway, didn't it? Yeah. When so, he just threw I it. Thought, yeah. Sorry, I'm coming back for you, well, Dak. I'm look, gonna catch it. And then Dak and C D was like, oh my god. They're both laughing. At, yeah. at first I thought I was thinking, man, like do not do that again, Dak Prescott. But he, by his reaction afterwards, he, he like knew. stuck his tongue out like a little cute little. Oh, little cute little tongue suck out of his butt crack. But, but he, he was throwing it to where he's like, look, I know CD's going to come back for this. And he threw it there. And we don't love to see it because it could easily be. But CD be was the only off, guy there? Yeah. The crazy thing about that, if he did throw it away there, I'm pretty sure he was in the tackle box. So it would have been uh, intentional grounding. Oh, or if yeah. he threw it out because you have to be outside of the tackle yeah. box. But yeah, he threw it. I'm like, oh, it's going out of bounds. And then, hey, Sidarius Lamb said, not today. Fuck you, Giants. Fuck you, G-Man. Any but, negatives, though? Oh, tough to say. Be I mean, critical. Be, you gotta be, be critical. You gotta be the uh, interception, maybe the one interception, uh, but it's, if it's you're even talk, hard. If you're talking offense, yeah, the interception, but you're, you're expected when you're. When you're against a team like this and you're trying to, I think, in terms of playing a little bit more aggressive, throwing it out and getting and spreading the ball out the way that we are, you're going to expect an interception or something. Like, there, there is going to be a turnover the way that we're moving the ball with yeah. our offense. Stacks at 400 yards. But I think my biggest disappointment today would be on the defensive side. I, I thought a game like today, Micah would have been a bigger prominent stat line. His, his stat game. You thought it was, thought gonna, it was gonna be a game. stack game for sure. So when you look at the team, obviously our defense turned up when they needed to. 
I don't even know if I don't even know if uh, Micah had a single tackle today. D-Law had a sack. Osa had a sack. So we we okay, and that's actually another thing. Before we, as we're going TFL. towards the defense, Giants got sacked five times. Cowboys never never got sacked. Dak Prescott didn't even get sacked today. So two two things I want to say. Number one, um, uh, Sam Williams played the man more. Came yeah. in there, got a got a big siggity sig. I know. Okay, yes, it's against Devito. We know. We know the Devitos. Everyone knows the Devitos. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows the Devitos. You see them up there. What would you guys say the TV show would be? Uh, oh, growing up Devito. Growing, growing up Devito. <laughs> I would probably watch that. To be honest, yeah, I fucking for sure would watch that. And uh, then, and then here's he, our son Tommy from Syracuse. He's just, to, from Syracuse to the NFL. He's, and he just loves his family. Fa- Two chain Tommy. And he gets home after a loss, and he's trying to go to bed, and the mom's trying to coach him up. And he's like, "Ma, ma, I gotta ma, go to bed, ma. <laughs> I got class in the morning. I got math, ma. I got class tomorrow, ma." Gro- growing up, Devito. Well, let's just. I just want to talk to you about your game. You had him wide open. Okay. Wide and, open. Uh, one thing to be concerned about moving forward again is this run defense. The Cowboys really allowed the Giants to run more in the second half. Whether or not that was just kind of like, which I, I don't think is good anyways, but um, whether or not they were just like playing a little bit more soft on uh, and, and protecting the pass, I don't know. I'll have to ask... Uh, Mike himself to see what what was going on there. What was happening there? What was happening there? But it did feel like that's still still an issue. Barkley is a fucking I would say S tier running back. I'm on the right gonna, team. On the right team. I'm not going to take that away from. Him. But look, you you can't give him an opening. He's going to find it and take it. So yep. um, maybe there was a little bit of that on the defense where they were taking it easy on him. I don't know, but it uh, felt like that in the second half a little yeah. bit, but look at this Neville Gallimore, Dorrance Armstrong, Sam Williams, all three of them, three total tackles, two solos and all a sack with a TFL. And then Dante Ooh. Fowler Jr. with a sack and, and then Lawrence, the Marcus Lawrence with a sack. So sacks, it looks like sacks do count as TFLs. No, they don't. So those guys all just weirdly had TFLs on top of it. Yes. Crazy. Uh, the one thing I will say uh, about about today that is a concern on our defense, J-Lou. Yeah. Out of anybody on the defense today, uh, like last week we saw it, they were targeting J-Lou. Whenever they would target Jordan Lewis, the Eagles, uh, you know, you were you're getting him over the top. You were, you were doming fucking J-Lou. He's getting penalties. Day. So, it, it, and it was concurrent on, on this week's game as well. Like there was, there was a couple of drives where it was like three drives in a row where you got penalties and then Well chat was saying that that D or that J Lou's the new Anthony Brown. Luckily yeah. he's a slot corner. Yeah. yeah. Which we said. Luckily he's a slot corner. Luckily he's not lining up wide with anyone. Because you can mask that a little bit. But Jordan Lewis, we we've seen him ball out in the past. Maybe he's just having a weird stint. The, the problem with me is not necessarily that he- he might let guys beat him. I'm okay with that. That's that happens, and and that's like at, you're you're trying your hardest. It's when you get these back to back penalties that I really start to fucking hyper focus on the player. So not good that he did that in today's game and but last week's. If he's getting beat, it's like that sucks. Can we replace him with anyone who's better? In this case, no. I don't think so. Yeah, and so it's just what you got to deal with. And now you got to lean on like. 
you got to scheme go to, against it. You have to now scheme, you got, you yeah, have to now scheme you against lean, him. Lean on coaching to be like, okay, yeah. we can't let this guy just fucking be one-on-one with people in the open because he either is going to get a penalty or he's going to fucking let a big game. Which we've and seen that's him what be, we got to deal with. We've seen him be able to be that guy. Like, he was a great slot corner. So he, he does have the capability of being a good slot corner. I don't corner. think, yes, I don't think it's a big red flag. The penalties that he got were bigger. They, were a bigger concern, but but they're they're correctable. None of them were like, yeah, terrible. And um, you know, if he plays well enough that he can allow the big bigger plays to happen, yeah, the turnover plays to happen. That's what we're looking for for our defense. So, what do you what are you smiling at? Just the what fact, are you smiling at, Zach Morris? <laughs> just the fact that all, Ultra Cowboy comes in here and says Cowboys offense will cook the 49ers and Eagles secondary. Good, I luck. love it. Let's go! Does he mean good luck? As in, no, they won't. No, no. I, he's or he's saying, saying yeah, good yeah. luck to them. And then, and then, you never know with Ultra. You I always got to no, read into it a little bit. No, no. He's saying good luck. Oh, nice. Uh, and then uh, he's also saying Izzy played well in slot in the playoffs last year. He did. He didn't play very good today. He had a couple couple bonehead plays. What I want to do, uh, if we're still going through stats here, I'm dope with that. I want oh, us. Yeah. I want us to go over to the Cowboys YouTube. And just see if they have any player interviews out. Yeah, bring it up. Let's watch that. Something that we've never done before. So as as you're bringing up, we're gonna we're gonna listen. We're gonna as a team here. We're gonna listen to uh, some of the. What do you got, Chad? Anyone in chat? Yeah, saying J- James Knight saying positive uh, positivity from Ultra Baby. Uh, John Gary uh, Tatum says Dak was on the mark with a lot of the long balls today. Love seeing those long balls. MG thirteen. <laughs> long balls are MG, good. MG thirteen on that long ball. And just cut, cut our uh, cut the vid. We'll just while we're because uh, can we even? Uh, yeah, you uh, can have this. You will yeah. not get flagged for this. Yeah, yeah play it. And hey, and if we even if we didn't get flagged with it, who cares? Yeah, you won't get flagged for that. They love it. I Cow- love it. Cowboys, but this it, is a, are are we? It, it's like we're Spider Man. We're in the Spider Verse. We're just sitting <laughs> in the rafters here watching them. <laughs> um. So okay. they they didn't. Oh, we just lost it. So hit. we just lost the feed. <laughs> It looks like now they're actually coming in. Into something? Because what they'll do is they'll do player. Okay, let's hear what oh. Kyle Eumann has to say here. Hang on. Let's hear what old Kyle Eumann has to say. Saying that, that, D- that Jay lose the new success as they did here Barclays. in their Week 10 win over the New York Giants. They needed some blocking up front. They got some from the second-year player, Tyler Smith. He spoke to the media after the win. My fucking boy! I think he's got a Gucci jacket. Hey, that's my fucking boy! He's got a Gucci jacket on. What camera is on me at? I mean, it it doesn't matter to us what they got going on over there. You know, in this building, you know, we know every every time we show out each week, you know, it's going to be on us. It's us versus us. You know, we're playing to our standard. We're not playing to the level of our competition. So just continuing to, you know, just keep keep the mission in perspective for us is what we're trying to do. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we want to go to a Super Bowl, and it starts with going one and no every single week. So regardless That's the mentality you want to hear, baby. That's just That's the mentality you want to hear. Do a good job of harping on for sure. I know the folks on the game. Hey Tyler, I just wonder, like, do you listen to our show? Have you ever? I mean, to- I, mean I was huge. I mean, it, it was a very beautiful moment. You. you know, I, I shook the, the former president's hand. You know, that's something that's crazy. No, I thought to myself, I was like, man, did you ever imagine yourself doing that one day? And so that, that was just an extremely cool moment for me. Like, you know, pause it for one second, AJ. Sure. So you know, it was beautiful. I do notice I, I've played sports before. Tyler has showered, but he didn't have a cold enough shower. He's put on too many layers. His neck is sweating quite bad right now. 
Bro, get oh, yeah. that get that sweater side. off. Cool it down. Get a nice pack on you. Get a nice cold. Get a cold one in you. Get your body body temperature back down. Tyler, Tyler, can can we get you in the shower, please? Can we get <laughs> you sure, back in the shower and toweling on? I'm extremely appreciative of all the sacrifices they made. Yeah, he's so sweating he on the, the on mouth, sweating. on the face so too. Sure. But he's got a nice jacket. That's what he wanted man, to get that jacket on. Man, he called me a big guy. <laughs> That's all I really. He was like, "Hey, man, you so you're the big guy, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm one of them." I guess. Some random you know, fucking dude right man, you beside know, him. Walk back in. I, you know, I can't. How big is your cock? How big is your cock? I would ask how big is. Yeah, I gotta get starstruck in the moment. I was just like, "Yeah, you know, I'm a big guy." You know, I have to focus on a coin flip. Making sure I know where we Tyler Smith, what a so fucking cool. good fucking pickup right there. What a there. fucking good jersey. Tyler Smith. Color Rush Tyler Smith I mean, right there. It's fucking fly. Absolutely. Yeah. I Dallas mean, Cowboys Chris loved that you were wearing you know, that. Uh, likes the big guys. That Tyler Smith jersey. Uh, I mean, we know how hard our backs work for us. Whether it be in protection, when they're not getting the ball. And, you know, we understand that in order to bring out the best in our offense, we have to do things well, complimentary pass and running. So, we definitely expected that, and I'm, you know, I'm just glad of how we came together and were able to accomplish that. So, you know, he's just talking about the O line having to come out and do the job that they need to do. He's Even been though, a top rank guard. I think they made the right decision not pushing him out to left tackle. Sure, Tyron yeah. Smith now is playing back playing. We couldn't be happier with our 2022. 2022? No. Yeah, 2022. Was it 2022? It yeah, was. was 2022. I know. It's fucking the times, the, yeah. the dates get all fucked up. Our first round pick, he's he's balled out. And super well-spoken, uh, homegrown guy. He grew up in Fort Worth. Uh, it's just, this guy's an absolute beauty. Very good player, too. Yeah, and, and you think about if you did have to kick him out to left tackle, who the hell replaces left guard as well as yeah. the combination that we have right now. So Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely one of those gems. Hey, keep going. Keep going. Keep going with it, dog. I mean, absolutely. I mean, there have been a couple of times this season where Tony has had some play-saving blocks, and it's just it's selfless stuff. It's him really putting his body on the line for us. And so just getting him the production that we know that he can get is huge for us, and it's something that we want to continue to get better on every week. He's talking about TP20 throwing out some big-ass blocks. Helping the O line keep yeah. that protection in place for Dak Prescott, and sometimes you got to do that because you only got five linemen. If the defense is running uh, five or six, and you want to get that that deeper ball playoffs, you do need to have that extra security to come back, give the extra half second, yep, or more. Well, for your at, QB to throw. Look at that one play where where we were talking about it. Did Terrence Steele miss his assignment? Was he supposed to just jam up the two guys? He took the one, the other guy got past, and then he, he grabbed TP20 as TP20 was trying to get it across the goal line. So when you're looking at how the backs can actually be uh, a massive assistance to blocking your quarterback to give them that extra second or two, absolutely but, fundamental in it um, when, when you're thinking about offensive production. But TP was running the ball. TP20 was running the ball in that, in that scenario. I was just saying when you were talking about like blocking – and how important that line blocking is oh, for, for, for players. Maybe have him up to block and then have Dak run it in instead. If, yeah, if, I mean, if we're I'll, looking for like two yards or well, something. Just something yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in, sure. in, in hindsight, yeah. like have fucking TP20 block, TP20 and Dak block and have Hunter Lepke fucking run it, punch it through. Sure. Yeah. And, right? And, and you know what I... Which I, is what we thought we were going to see this year. Haven't seen it yet. Well, I did like seeing more 
and more almost on every play. Let's be honest. Until Cooper Rush came in, and he's like, "Hey, hey, let's tune, <laughs> let's tune down the uh, the movement. I can't handle it." But Dak and and I I really oh, yeah. liked our offense. A lot of movement on every play. Just a bit sometimes. It's just to see what the defense is doing. You just need to move a guy that much. Yeah. Okay, and let's and see what did that. Let's see what these guys have to say. Do we get to get someone else here? You know you love to hear that, Nate Newton, because you've been waiting for this offensive line to put Nate together Newton, a phenomenal performance. Nate Newton, did we see him at training camp? You mentioned it right up at the top he told of the show. Boots he wouldn't Zero sacks sign an autograph for him. This offensive line. Without, That's got to be something uh, that you can build paying. on as the season no, goes Boots on. No, Boots said he would and pay, though. about it, man, we talked about it. Tony Pollard helped with this protection. You know, the tight ends helped with the protection. It wasn't just the old line. Everybody played their part, man. Not a lot of pressures this game. Dak even helped us, man, by using his legs, getting out, doing what he has to do. It, sacks and pressures are not just on the old Newton line. loves it's sacks. Every- <laughs> I do have to well, say that. I, I, why, why give them the fucking mics? Give them, like, some handheld mics. Don't give them the headsets. They're in the fucking hallway of fucking AT&T Stadium. I don't Hi. headsets. Hi, I'm uh, Nate Newton, and I'm on uh, uh, Cowboys Gamer Gamer yeah. League. <laughs> I'm on the Cowboys Switch stream he's, right now. He's Where's going their Xbox? Where's their League Xbox? Yeah, yeah League are they of playing, Legends. Are they playing oh, uh, Nate, Nate Newton Senior 50, League? Are, are, they playing, league. Are, are they playing Rocket League? Yeah, Nate Newton 56 right there. One thing that he did bring up here that I I just want to comment on is Dak Prescott using his legs a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. You know, like it, it. it might it might Last not be games. At, yeah exactly. It might not be adding up to a lot of yards, but it's the times that he's deciding to run. Yeah, where it's like. Maybe he's feeling more confident. I'm certainly feeling more confident with him running the ball. Well, and it's, it's the defense has to think about him running the ball. Yeah, yeah. Like the defense, totally. besides Dak, the last couple of years, he besides the Tampa Bay game where he used his legs a bunch in the in the postseason, he hasn't ran much, and now he has two touchdowns in the, on the on the ground in the last four games. So it is another aspect of the offense that you do have to look out for. Yeah, I I like it because it's if if we're in that ten yard kind of zone, uh, red zone, uh, 10 yards or, or more, and the passes aren't there and we're running a passing play, he can escape on his legs, and that is now becoming a threat. And uh, it's something that was, I don't know, was it missing It was last missing. Year? It Definitely. was missing last year. The last two years, since he's broke his ankle, it it's, has not been there. But he's been showing he's been showing his skills. So. He's been doing it. Everybody, doing even it. the coaches, to know to put you in position to pick up the stunts in the game. So, but hey, this game was complete, and these guys did a great job. You don't throw for 400 yards unless you are fully comfortable sitting back in the pocket and delivering the rock. There is nobody around him, and that is a testament to everybody who has a role in this pass protection. Um, not only being able to understand what your assignments are, but being able to identify where guys are, uh, make the corrections, make the nonverbal communications, and be where you're supposed to be, and then execute. And that's exactly what this like, complete offense did today. Well, guys, if- um, just to bring up uh, Terrence Steele, nice to not really think about him all game. Yep. think he did well enough. I know, I know this is not necessarily a defensive line to celebrate, but still, but if the shitty teams can do it, that's a problem. Like, exactly. If the big shitty time. teams can do what the Eagles did to him last week, then it's red well, flags. But yeah. but he didn't. He had a good game. Well, and maybe this is the turnaround. Well, and, and you look at it. Someone like Riddick is he's he's a fucking he's a he's an all pro. He's an all pro. Yeah. So he's gonna do that to the best. R- Riddick is of. on par with like for a team. He's on par with Micah Parsons. He is. He's a game changer like Micah Parsons. So he yeah. was gonna get his moments. Okay, well, we're if we're being honest, man, if this Barry Church, we want you to be honest, Barry Church. Barry Church, I fucking love Barry Church. Barry well, Church is one of my favorite players. He's got something he was, to say. He was the very first. This is some Can Fan fol- folklore. Very first 
Instagram page Cowboys player that liked something from the can fan. Really? In, two, in 2016. Well, guys, if we're being honest, man, if this offensive line Barry is able Church. to play this Barry, way, always consistently be throughout the remainder of this season, and you talk about those weapons that they have on the outside, if they're able to keep Dak Prescott up for the majority of the game like they were today, I don't see a defense out there stopping them because you can't lock down these receivers one-on-one. You put a lot of pressure on CeeDee Lamb, you see what we can do with Cooks. You put pressure on Cooks, Ferguson's right there. The running game is coming alive. If this offensive line can stay tight like they are right now, playing as a unit, man, I just don't see anybody in the league that can stop this offense right now. Now I'm going to Okay, well, that's that's true. I, I still think that the running game hasn't hit the stride. It hasn't no. hit the stride. Needs to, needs to gain some strength. But if you're just looking for 95 or under rushing yards a game and you're going to go heavy passing, because I think we do have the cavalry on our wide receiving core on our and on our uh, tight just receivers across the board, including our, our uh, running backs as well. Um, I think that that's a that's an OK bet to lean into. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily been the M.O. for the last few years, or maybe it's not necessarily the the smartest move. But I don't I don't feel imp- um, negatively impacted by our run game in terms of when we've lost games. No, definitely, yeah. To ask you the one hundred million dollar. Do question. they skip these jokers? Is there like any other interviews here? Just skip, skip along. past. Yeah, then they'll go to someone else in the interview here. Oh, maybe not. Could this be us? We just all have to have played in the NFL at some point. Nah, maybe not. Okay, okay. Danny DeVito. All right, any uh. Final thoughts? Fi- final thoughts. I'm ready for next week already. I'm ready for next week. We expected this. We expected us to beat the Giants like we did, and it happened. I, I couldn't have happed or hoped for a better game, and that's – you always worry it's going to be like the Cardinals game, but yeah. it, it wasn't. The The Cowboys showed that it, 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 they meant business. It wasn't like the Cardlo- Cardinals game. The fact that the Cowboys were able to offensively produce the points that we saw today is a massive – if it was a like okay, so let's take take a step back for a second. If, it, if the score was what it is today, but defense had three defensive sure. touchdowns, then I would be a I would be a little bit more concerned moving forward. But this is the type of game we want to see the offense put up do their thing. fucking six touchdowns. Yeah, so six hundred yards, six hundred yards. So so you you expect a team. This is what everybody says. You ex, you expect a team like Dallas at their caliber to put up the type of points on their offense like they did today. Yep. So smash out the teams that you should. Yeah. Only only negative was just a a the, there were some runs against us that were a little bigger than I would have liked. That's going to happen though. It's going to happen. I'm not going to I'm not going to piss on that. But I'm saying, look, I'm I'm picking. I'm, I'm fishing. You're I'm fishing. Nick, Nitpicking and fishing for a negative. The reality is, I agree. I love that the offense moved the ball, scored some touchdowns, and we got another kind of, dare I say, soft game it is. coming up against it is. the Panthers. It is. Um, and I'll ask you guys this. Do these back-to-back soft games affect us I, when you finally play against the Eagles again if, at December 10th? Not if Cowboys repeat how they played tonight. Yeah, if you keep smacking teams yeah. out. I, no, I don't think so. I think I think you look at some of the teams who had some of these soft games leading into the start of the season. 
and then they come into their, their tough game. It's like a tune-up game. You're having tons of tune-up games. You're playing the like, we, okay, sorry, I should say this. If our offense continues to produce the way that we did today, then no, no, no problem, yeah. no problem. But if it was just defense putting up the points and our offense still struggling against these soft teams, I mean, then yeah, then that, that's a problem. That's 600 a problem. yards, six touchdowns is uh, for your offense. That's We ain't mad. That's fucking amazing. That's amazing. All right, guys. Well, we will be back Wednesday night. The Can Fan Boys for the main event. The Bandwagon Boys. We're all feeling good. The Sunday service, million times better when we get that George W. But I got something nice that I want to say because tomorrow's Victory Monday. And if you see somebody on Victory Monday that doesn't like the Cowboys, I want you to tell them one thing. Go fuck yourselves! We out, son. Peace out, chat! Fuck the Giants. Fuck the Giants. Bitches. Fuck the Eagles, too. Hey, and the Commanders. And the Commanders. Don't forget about them. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.